I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Can you prove that I'm not a Terminator? I mean, I could cut your arm off and see whether inside it's machinery or not. Yeah, what if I'm one of the new ones though? Hmm. That is a good point. Are you a Terminator? I mean, would you tell me? Would I know? Probably. I don't think so. Then. Why don't they make Terminator pets? <laughs> like, why isn't there a little puppy running around? Yeah, but you wouldn't suspect a puppy, would you? You wouldn't. Everyone loves a puppy. Everyone loves a puppy. <laughs> Well, welcome and hello to I Only Like You in Movies, and this week we've seen Terminator Dark Fate, but before that we saw the five previous Terminator films as well. We sure did. We'd seen, both of us separately had seen them, a few of them over the years, but one and two especially, but good chance to go back in and go and research the canon. We've also got the TV series to watch there as well, but we didn't get a chance to watch that before, Dark Fate. You know what? Was it worth it? I'm not sure. I mean, it was worth it watching the old ones. Oh, yeah, the, that bit. But but I don't think it was worth watching the old ones in order to be prepared for this one. Yeah. No, because watching them all in quick succession proves that nothing matters in this series. The next movie is just going to undo what had happened in the last one. Yeah. Why do we even care? I care about Kyle Reese. So now you discovered she's a bit of a tr- crush on Kyle Reese. It's not a crush. It is a deep, deep binding love that we share. Mm, <laughs> I you love share him. <laughs> yes? He just doesn't know it yet. Okay. But he will. <laughs> go back in time, will you? Yeah, I'll go back in time and, like, trick him into loving me. Okay. How all good relationships start. Yeah, for sure. Why do you like Kyle Reese so much? I don't know. I just like that he's really nice and, like, he came back to say he loved her. He you, loved her. To be clear, you mean Carl Reese in the first one, not Carl Reese in Genesis. Uh, oh, sorry, yes. I very clearly mean Carl Reese in the first one. And I really like that. I think Terminator, Terminator 2 is a great film, obviously, but Terminator 1 has some really excellent bits to it and then you wouldn't have anything else without it, so it's got to be the best one, I reckon. You but, know my favourite bit? Yeah. The one-handed gun reload. Yeah. From Arnie. That's pretty cool. It's pretty impressive. Best part about the first one, though, is that it's a human up against the machine. Mm-hmm. The rest of them get caught up in who's got the biggest machine, who's got the biggest robot arms, and mm-hmm. who can be have the most robot cool bits, even when she's augmented in the next one, the new one. Mm-hmm. When it's actually just a regular guy up against a Terminator, that's the scariest bit. You're actually terrified in the first film, aren't you, for them? Oh, yeah. Sorry, was that not going <laughs> Yes, I am very much afraid of them, but we listen to me, or no, it was. I wasn't really. A, I, I don't know. I just think when it becomes who's got the bigger robot in the later films, as opposed to who's got who can actually 
get, get away from the mm. scary robot horror. You're basically mm. a horror creature. You know what I mean? Yeah. And he actually seems like a human from some sort of future where they haven't got many resources or he's this like scrawny. What... He's not really a physical threat to the Terminator. This is what I liked, right? I don't like the whole alternate reality of this like armed militia that's running underground. I don't know. For me, the way they started made me think of The Matrix, the third one, mm-hmm. second one, third one. Number two and three, yeah. Where they're living underground and, like, scraping mm-hmm. together resources and stuff. And I was like, that's more realistic, isn't it, rather than, yeah, these guys have a whole army underground. Suppose they're supposed to have built it up over years and years. but Yeah, but, like, uh, you know, mm-hmm. you know. Anyway, we like Genesis, though, apart from that. So I didn't know that I wasn't supposed to like Genesis, but I think Genesis might be my favourite one. And I really like Amelia Clark. Out of all of them? or Yeah. Really? I think it might be. Why? I don't know. I really liked it. I really liked <laughs> it. It was a really cool, like, standalone film. I didn't know the big reveal that everyone got spoiled in the trailer, and that's, like, my pet hate. So I'm glad that I didn't know that because that was really cool watching it mm-hmm. for the first time. Um, I just liked the vibe. I really Mm. liked the vibe of it. I thought it was a nice, well-rounded film. You know what I bloody didn't like? What's that? Salvation. Why's that? I just hated Kyle Reese Mm -hmm. slash John Connor. Both of them. It was, what was that film? What was it and why was it? And how? And also, don't do that again. Those are my thoughts. Thank you for coming for my TED Talk. I didn't like it too much either because it seemed like the whole thing was Sam Worthington was a robot or his memories from when he was a criminal beforehand, he turned out to be a robot, he could be good or whatever. Mm. But we knew the big twist. We knew that he was what he was. He, he was a Terminator and didn't know his past. And so we were just waiting for him to figure it out and it's like, yeah. come on, mate. <laughs> and that weird love story came from nowhere. Where'd that come from? Where did that come from? No one knows. Yeah, Genesis, I quite liked it, actually. I felt like it paid homage to the earlier films while also being its own thing. Mm-hmm. And all these plot holes people talking about. Not plot holes, don't worry about it. But yeah, Genesis seemed like it was a starting off point for a new series and a new take on this, but then they've rebooted it again with Genesis with um Dark Fate. But rebooted it in the sense of we'll pretend the other ones didn't happen and we'll just try and do Terminator 2 again. So I'd like to direct the audience to a tweet that you tweeted. Yeah. Would you like to read it? You, you read it. Read it as if you think I would say it. Okay. Caught up with all the Terminator films now. The first two are classics, obviously. And there's something to lack in all of them. I liked Genesis, but it's sad to see a series chasing its own tail, attempting to correct itself in real time rather than just making fun movies. Did mm-hmm. I do well with the yeah, that's intonation? How I talk. Cool. But like, that's what I was trying to put my finger on, and you put it very eloquently. Thank you. Because this is my pet hate with films when they become too self-conscious about what they're trying to do, yeah. and I don't think that that ever ever works out well. I can't think of a single example where that's worked out well. Yeah, well, suppose that they went back after Genesis didn't do too well mm-hmm. and they had, like, audience testing sort of stuff and then they used all that 
than just try and correct the new one. So. Yeah. And it's hard because it's like a business industry as well as an art industry and the people that are funding the art don't want to put a whole bunch of money into something if it's not going to work or if people aren't going to like it. So I understand where mm-hmm. it comes from. Mm-hmm. But it's like in one of my favourite TV shows of all time, I'm going to go down on my like film analysis credentials, Vampire Diaries, they listened to the fans, right, and the fans were like, oh, we want these two characters to be together. But then when they actually made those two characters be together, we were like, oh, that's kind of boring. I don't really want that. Oh, what about these two characters together? And then they made that happen. It was too, like, they were too worried about what we would think that they didn't mm-hmm. do what they wanted to do the whole time. And that's what this kind of film ended up with. It's like, right, so you've invested all this time in these movies, but don't worry about them. Don't worry about them. We're doing something cool now. You'll like this one. You'll mm-hmm. like this one. And it's so, like... Saying that to me, it's like grabbing me by the lapels and shaking me and saying, love us. And it's mm. like, just chill out a second, write a movie, we'll see. It's not that, I don't know, I just, I don't think there's any place for this in filmmaking. I can't think of a single example where it's worked. And I really hate it because I think it's preventing them from doing something that actually interesting, you know. Like, for example, Spider-Man Into the Spider-Verse probably wouldn't exist if they did bloody audience tests at every single step of the way. Potentially. I don't know about Terminator um, Dark Fate. So the whole thing was we'll take a new direction, but we'll have Linda Hamilton come back. That's awesome. But we'll we'll get rid of Skynet, but we'll have Legion, which, which is, is the, the same, same thing. thing. And we'll, <laughs> we won't have John Connor, but we'll have Danny, who is exactly the same as John Connor. Yep. They were trying to make it, like, feminist, like, no, you're the one that leaves everybody. You're it's not, not your mother. child. It's not your womb. It's like, okay, thanks for that, but also I didn't um, really care that much. It was a bit odd, I thought, where Leonard Hamilton or Sarah Connor was all like, oh, they just care about your womb. I was like, no, no, Sarah, you you killed all the bad guys in Terminator 2. Mm-hmm. And, and in the 20 years since, you have been killing all the other Terminators who have apparently occurred mm-hmm. so like you're the exact opposite of the feminist thing that you're compl- well, anti-feminist thing you're complaining about right now yep yep right <laughs> I, odd thing to say question is sarah connor a cool character in this film or does she just swear a lot i don't know about that i think she just swears a lot mm. i didn't like the acting and portrayal of the character she annoyed me i wanted her to go away didn't like danny didn't care about danny leave immediately. I didn't particularly care about, what's her name? Grace. Mom deserves the best and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Ready to pop the question? The jewelers at BlueNile.com have got sparkle down to a science with beautiful lab-grown diamonds worthy of your most brilliant moments. Their lab-grown diamonds are independently graded and guaranteed identical to natural diamonds, and they're ready to ship to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. 
Did I care about anyone in this film? I mean, that's the question. I liked Carl. Oh, Carl. Yeah. I wish that hadn't been spoiled in the trailer. Yeah. Because it would have been cool. Mm -hmm. We would have all known that that's where the messages were coming from, and then he walks out, and it's like, Carl, you know? But, yeah, you're not really taking your your film franchise in a new direction if you just copy and pasted a few of the Mm, names out. Same elements. The same characters. And what's the whole point of Terminator 2? If John Connor dies a year later, and but then, but that has no consequences because someone else becomes John Connor, and Skynet still happens. So like you really got to take a new direction if you're going to take a new direction. This was my time travel theory before I watched this film, right? I was mm. like, okay, so what does all this mean? How does this all fit together? And I think what I landed on was that whatever is meant to happen will happen anyway. Like, the destination is the same regardless of the way it chooses to get there. So whether it's Skynet or Legion or whatever the other one was that was there for a movie, it'll all still end or head towards a judgment day of sorts and there's no, like, course correcting for that. But if they've realised that, which they sort of have in this movie, then why are they bothering? Mm. Because they know whatever they do won't correct the course. They've already Mm -hmm. tried to. Sarah already tried to by killing everyone and going on this rampage mm. and surviving. So what are we all doing here? <laughs> it's a good point. Why not take our modern-day characters and put them into the future? Yeah, I think that would be the more good, interesting. Interesting way. Because they can't, They, mm-hmm. I think they've realised that they can't do anything in this timeline. Or as someone said on Twitter, maybe have them come back and try and get Sarah Connor to defend this girl who's going to be the future mm-hmm. saviour, but then it turns out in a twist that she's actually the one who invents Legion or Skynet, whatever it's called. Oh, yeah, you thought about that. That, that was really cool. cool twist. If Danny was the one who had invented Skynet rather yeah, than... Yeah, and so she's got yeah. to decide whether she kills her or not or mm-hmm. whether she can, can try and mm-hmm. stop her now she knows. Just do something different. I was super confused in this film. Sorry, I'm changing the topic. About Arnie. So you open up the film and in the first three minutes it's like... Oh, yeah, John Connor died. Mm. Oh, oh, okay. You mean the person we've been trying to keep alive for five movies, he's just dying in the first few seconds? Okay, yeah. cool. I was cool. I thought that was awesome for a moment. And then when we just did the exact same thing, it had no consequences. No, 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 no. And I was so confused because the guy that shot him clearly was a body double. His face was different under his sunglasses. So the whole time I'm like, oh, who killed him? Where'd he go? And then it was meant to be Arnie. I was like... So hang on, you put all this money into superimposing young Sarah Connor's face onto a body double, but you don't put the effort into for the guy who plays Arnie. You just give him some sunnies and like, no one will notice. I don't think it, I don't think it was that bad. But. <laughs> well, it confused me. I was like, is that supposed to be Arnie mm-hmm. or not? Anyway, one huge issue I have with these films is how memey they are, mm. and I feel like that led to where we are today where they're so self-conscious of what they're making in that it feels like they had a bloody checklist. They're like, right, he has to say I'll be back in every movie. He mm-hmm. has to say I'll la vista in every movie. He has to have sunglasses. He has to do this. And we're just working through the checks. And, oh, my God, by the second movie I was so pissed off at everything. However, if that's your thing, you have to stick to it. Don't show me a pair of glasses in Dark Fate, have him looking into the mirror and then put them down. Ooh, what a big emotional moment. It wasn't. It was annoying. It's like either give him his things in his final movie so he can die completing that whole circle or you just admitted to yourselves and to the people watching that this has no relevance to anything and it is a checklist that you're just checking off. And I don't like it. 
and I'd like you to go to your room and think about what you've done. Supposed to be not doing that. They've done their own thing, I guess. But they had the, I won't be back, and they still had the car crash into the window or whatever. Well, yeah, he said, I won't be back, as opposed to, I'll be back. <sighs> I think they were trying to say, hey, we're doing a new movie now. I'm not saying it worked. I'm just saying that's what they're <laughs> probably doing. So say we have three Harry Potter movies, mm. and then we're like, okay, for the fourth one, we're going to be really outrageous. We're going to kill him off in the first two seconds. And then another character comes up whose name is, you know, Gary. Gary Motter. <laughs> Motter. Filling the exact same purpose. <laughs> yeah. It'd be a bit weird, wouldn't it? It's, that's a good analogy. It's pretty similar to what this is, yeah. So why do it? If it's not going to have any real consequences apart from kind of what you're saying about the future always happens and so with no John Connor, someone, someone else, else will be, be John, John Connor. Connor. I mean, yeah. I can kind of get that, but... I think that's... Don't do it so blatantly that it's the exact same movie, but worse. Well, I think the issue is that they did it, but then the character didn't realise that was the point. Like, yeah. they told us that in as few words by saying Danny's actually the one who becomes the leader of the rebellion yeah. or whatever. But the characters didn't make that connection like, oh, it's going to happen anyway. Hmm. So we're kind of like, I don't know, they just look stupid, just sort of dillying around for no mm -hmm. reason. I don't know. The Oh, you know what else confused me? Well, it didn't confuse me. No one else I didn't like. The fight that happened in the warehouse when Grace first turned up and the Terminator guy first turned up. Mm. Half of that was animated. Mm. It was awful. Why did we have some scenes that have excellent CGI and some scenes where they just lost the budget and were just like, make it look like a video game. That'll be fine. Mm. Oh, I really didn't like this one. I like my memory wiped. I'd like to remember Terminator 1 and 2. Also, how cool would that reveal have been in Terminator 2 where Arnie turns up and he's good if that, mm. again, wasn't spoiled in the trailer? Mm -hmm. Again, please sign my imaginary petition for getting rid of mm. trailer-cutting cu companies. So I'm going to remember Terminator 1, Terminator 2 and Genesis, and that's it. Fair enough. The rest of them were awful. You tell them, Snake. The problem is, I think, with John Connor dying, having no consequences... It's because we didn't, it had no consequences in the sense of someone else just appears, you know. Mm. So it's like, why are we trying so hard to save John Connor as the one person if someone oh, else would come in? Not so much. Mean? Not so much that. I just meant, what if they'd lost? What if they'd killed him and mm -hmm. then Skynet happened and they had won? And then we deal with that sort of thing rather than mm -hmm. he dies, oh, but someone else just appears straight away, so nothing to worry about. I think they're worried about, like, closing off the loop somehow by making a big commitment of jumping to after... John Connor dies. Like, all they're doing is repeating the same loop of, like, got to save John Connor, got to save John Connor. And I mean this in terms of the filmmakers with their storytelling. It's always been this thing. It's five films going over and over mm -hmm. this loop. And I think they're afraid or something to, to skip to, yep, he's yeah. dead, let's move on to a new sort of chapter. But I well, don't know. Why don't you let the Terminators win once and see what happens? Well, here's the thing, right? This Terminator, it took four of them to kill him. And yeah. two of those people were Terminators, or she was a whatever she was. But, like... Yeah, why don't we send five Terminators back? Yeah. You'd quickly outnumber everybody. Or, like, the next time they send a Terminator back, which will probably be even more advanced than this guy that mm. went back, it's going to take a lot more than four people to beat you. So... Mm. Yeah, and, like, in the first one that's explained because time travel is so hard to do, they can only send one back. Mm. And then they had the one Terminator to do it. Yeah, each each one. It's a good reason. Why don't we send a whole army of them back? Also, do you think it's weird that, like, 
the two Terminators are the ones that die, not Sarah and Danny as human beings. Like, oh, he can kill Arnie and he can kill Grace, but he can't kill the human. Like, I don't know. Hmm. That would be the thing, wouldn't it? I always thought this, actually. If the Terminator is so good, why can regular people or another Terminator who's not as good as the next Terminator beat them? Still beat them, yeah. yeah. Love, hope, I don't know. Well, I guess you got in the first one, they only just do it, and in the second one, she's trained for the last 10 years to do it. But this is my point, right? They only just got away with it in this one, so yeah. the next time, they probably lose. Mm-hmm. Anyway. Yeah, wouldn't it be good to see them lose once? Like, you spend maybe the whole first half of the movie doing like a psycho, we're trying to defend mm-hmm. this person, and then they lose. And then what? I don't know, it'd be interesting. It would be interesting. I think they're worried that it doesn't open up to many sequels and they want to keep making these well, movies. You can do time next... travel, you can do all sorts of things, but be cool to actually have the consequences of them yeah. failing their mission rather than mm. they just happen to always just get there. One last point. Who was the military guy she's friends with? Who let them steal a plane? I don't know. I I don't think these these little bits worked out in this film. I don't think they checked out. It's very odd, that bit, wasn't it? I just... At least Genesis made sense. I watched Genesis. Degree. I'm gonna watch Genesis again. Okay, what are you gonna give this? Um, two. Okay. What do you give Genesis? I give Genesis a four. Really? I really liked it. Um, I and you know what? I don't think you should only like films that other people are okay by you liking them. Mm-hmm. I like Genesis, and that's okay if I like Genesis. Yeah. And you don't have to come for me. You're allowed to like whatever movie you want to like. What are you giving this one? Like, one. One? Wasn't a fan at all. Okay. Mm. Is this the first movie where I've rated higher than you? Maybe. Probably not. Okay. (laughs) Okay, thank you. Thank you for listening. We'll be back. (laughs) (laughs) Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And is all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com pack for free shipping and 365-day returns.